Hello everyone! Welcome to the an episode of Dayla's World, a segment on Circu Circle Talk, Circle Asian. If you don't know us, I'm Chris Evans. <laughs> I'm Chris I'm Evans. I'm Tony Stark. And today we're gonna talk about Marvel. Hi, Kayla Leon here, the only co-host of Dayla's World, and here I have my <laughs> guest, Tony Stark. How are you doing today? Um, aka Desiprez, aka Spider-Man, aka I love Tom Holland and Zendaya. Five Eight Kings, rise up! This is your summer, hot short boy summer. <laughs> um, I'm here with my guest Loki, Chris Evans. Chris Evans as Loki. Loki as Chris, Chris Evans. Evans is Loki. Kayla. Yes. <laughs> I could not get the horns in time. The earliest that they would arrive was September 6th. So, so today we're going to talk about Marvel. So, Desiree, mm -hmm. Tom Holland, Peter Parker. Would you love to tell the class and for the people in the back how you first got into Marvel? <laughs> oh, Don't gosh. laugh at me. I will kill you. <laughs> You're so funny. Is that right? But <laughs> Kayla forgot to do the intro of no. Kayla's world. So this is why we started. Okay, I have to say no, 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 nothing. no. You didn't, so I'm gonna I, change if I didn't my say story. <laughs> if I didn't say anything, you wouldn't have noticed. So I'm gonna change my story. Uh, <laughs> when I watched uh when I watched Avengers, I completely loved it. And then my cousin really liked Spider-Man. I was like, yeah, he's pretty cool. And then also, but then when I like really, really got into Marvel, it was when Andrew Garfield played Spider-Man. And Wait, I really? thought he was, because he was like so cute. Okay, y'all are lying if you don't think Andrew Garfield is good. He has like so many qualities to him. And I think like the energy between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone was like perfect. But he was just too cool to be Spider-Man. Anyways, from there on, Spider-Man was like my favorite superhero. And then Black Panther came out and I completely fell in love with Black Panther and I loved T'Challa and I just love the the entirety of his character plus like the environment and it was just it was amazing. I loved it. And then obviously WandaVision and I changed a little bit. I found out that me and Olivia Olivia <laughs> Me and Elizabeth Olsen. Olivia Rodrigo. I've been thinking, okay, I would listen to Sour like Louie yesterday. So me and Elizabeth Olsen have the same birthday. And I was like, oh, I love Scarlet Witch. I mean, besides that, but like, I love Scarlet Witch. I just like everything about her. So yeah, that's where I leave off. <laughs> okay, mine's more uneventful. I was bored during spring break and I binged all the movies. <laughs> all 23. I don't think there's more. I skipped The Incredible Hulk. I'm sorry, I don't like the whole. So I watched them all in like, not cinematic order, but like storyline order. So I first watched Captain America, instantly fell in love with kind of just the vibe of it. And then I was at the point where yeah, I was watching like war. four movies a day, like four <laughs> movies a day. Like I was like, I was watching TV nonstop and I had Disney plus. So I became a very hardcore Marvel fan, but you could just take out the Marvel and put Loki. And I was just like a very big fan of Marvel. Um, other than Loki, I really love Wanda, especially. I also really love Black Widow, too. My mom and I really love her storyline because we love, like, spy stuff. We'd love to see a more Asian representation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Not me calling out <laughs> her ghost in the shell. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely became fans of them. Um, and then the new Loki show came out, so we have a lot of opinions on that. So, don't want to talk about what you like about Marvel, favorite characters, ships, crushes, moments. Oh my gosh. I think I've... Okay, in terms of Spider-Man, I've shipped every every like love interest Spider-Man I've like never had a problem with because they all have chemistry with each other. So I believe it was like Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst had like perfect chemistry when she played Mary Jane. He played Spider-Man. Um, Emma Stone, Andrew Garfield, perfect chemistry when they played Gwen Stacy, Spider-Man. Mwah. Tom Holland, Zendaya, perfect chemistry when he played Spider-Man and MJ and if you noticed all of those people I've mentioned have dated in real life and they've all played a Spider-Man so I think if you want a relationship just be Spider-Man I don't think it's that hard (laughs) I honestly think that's it yeah my favorite ships are definitely comes from Spider-Man I love Wanda and Vision I think they oh have, my god, Wanda and Vision. It's like, I don't want to say it's like, obviously, like, she's unstable, so am I. But she, like, he loved her through it all, through all, like, the loss. And, you know, so I don't know. I think they're, like, really cute. And I hope in Multiverse of Madness, um, we get a reunion of them. I'm, like, blanking on, like, relationships. Uh, Ooh, any crushes you have? i love chris evans i think captain america is so cute um specifically is it the end is it i don't know it's not end game infinity war when during like the wakanda when he has like the beard yeah during the one in wakanda (laughs) oh god i think it's beautiful chef's kiss oh i don't know if i do ship them i honestly i'll be honest y'all i never watched a Captain Mer- Captain America movie, except for Civil War. I'll give you a reason. I was like, I was on this path of like, I actually I can't. I don't think I'm allowed to say. I'm I mean, like, you don't really need to watch it. You just fridge. it's just like it's a good introduction to Bucky's yeah. character. I was like, I was like, fridge a country at the moment because I was like <laughs> reclaiming my identity. <laughs> um. If you get what I'm saying, right? If you get what I'm putting down. I was like, no more watching The Colonizer. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. How about you, Kayla? Oh, also, okay. sorry. <laughs> Thank you for cutting me off. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I was like, I just got back in my mind. I follow Paul Bettany on Instagram, and he's just amazing. I love every aspect of him. Also... Tom Hiddleston, but I don't want to steal this from Kayla. I think he was after I watched Loki, I was like, Woo! Okay, I get I get the appeal. You I get thought, the appeal, thank you. Okay. I get the appeal. So it's my turn now. And mm-hmm. we all know we're only talking about Loki. So I think my favorite movie or TV show would definitely be WandaVision, actually. Definitely my favorite. I think it really tackles loss and grief well. And it really just showed off Elizabeth Olsen's great acting skills. Wanda, Vision. I love Vision. I love how smart he is. Loki, I also really like, I love Peter and MJ. Like, I really love their mm. relationship. It's like so awkward between the two. It's like very realistic. I really love it. For ships, I do, don't ship the Hulk and Scarlett Johansson and Natasha. I just feel like, I think I remember, it was, I think it was an Age of Ultron. Bruce was like really self-conscious about being the Hulk. And then like, Natasha was like, don't worry. 
I got forcibly sterilized for both monsters. And I was like, bro. So like, I was like very confused because like she was comparing her like forced sterilization to like being a monster. And like, she was okay with like not having kids. She just kind of felt like a monster because she couldn't have them. So it just kind of felt weird to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But favorite moment, the shirtly scene in Loki episode one. Do I know what my mom's favorite is? The scene in Avengers when the Hulk just like barges in and just like beats the crap out of Loki. That's that's her favorite moment. I think you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I just want to tell the audience. You don't matter. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm surprised that your favorite show is WandaVision. My favorite show is also WandaVision. Um, from, like, yes, the... that's the only right answer. I was going to think you were going to say Loki. It hasn't ended yet. Oh, so it can't be a first so show. I, can't, I was like in the, in the in-between. Oh, yeah, I think like WandaVision's like a great show. Oops. Definitely like love and loss. It was just so, just so emotional. I love mentally torturing myself. Oh my God. Like, it sucks because it's like, it's not one of those shows that you can like rewatch it. I mean, you can if you want, but it's not a show like I would rewatch again just because of how like, like yeah, like how painful it is. Because literally I was crying. I was like in like tears, like full on sobbing, you know, at the moment. I don't want to spoil it. Like at those at those moments. Ooh. Actually, um, I think I remember during WandaVision. I I was watching the whole episode with my family. I'm like holding it, I'm holding a pillow like this on the on like the side of the table. <laughs> and then I was like on the couch like this watching. And I just start wailing. And then I think when he says like, okay, also spoilers for WandaVision. I'm gonna spoil everything. I'm a spoiler. I'm sorry. It. I love like spoiling things for people. When is it? Of it's course she like, does. She's such a. Loki. I have it. I have it written <laughs> down somewhere. Like I have. This, she like, has it written after. down, but she does I not do remember. Um, yes, anyways, I'm gonna I take do. over about WandaVision. Completely destroyed me as a person. I. I was like, what is love if not persevering? Vibes. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I was watching an interview with like Paul Bentley. <laughs> and he was and like, Elizabeth what is a cow night? if not something? If not like... Milk person. Oh, what is cow if not milk person? He's so funny. I like I literally... Love him so much. Everyone should follow Paul Bettany on Instagram because he gives the most content out of any Marvel character or like Marvel like celebrity and stuff. He's, he's just my favorite person to follow. He literally posts like every hour. He's amazing. Okay, so I have the quote here, and then Wanda's like, we've said goodbye to- f- Okay, no, no, Vision's like, we have said goodbye to f- bye before! I'm sorry, I'm like getting teary-eyed, so then Wanda's like, so it stands to reason that we'll say hello again, and it's like so long, darling, and I just- <laughs> Um, I would- there was- I also sent something to Desiree, and it was, spot the difference, you need therapy edition, and it was the image of- spoilers- <laughs> Vision dying and Loki getting pruned. She sent me the okay. She sent me that before I'd watched the new episode, so I was like really confused because I was like, "What just happened?" And so I had to watch it. And when that happened, bro, I literally screamed like when I was watching it because Marvel has such a good way of getting you attached to the character, even if you haven't been really indulged in the series or these people before. And like these like. These story like these storyline writers and like all this stuff, they just have like this great way of like making you so sympathetic and making you so vulnerable and <laughs> breaking you basically is what I'm saying. Oh God, um, I'm gonna cry. Kudos right. to them. 
So it's our turn now to find out which Marvel characters we are. I'm nervous for this one because I've taken I've... it twice already just to make sure it works. <laughs> so Oh, so she's a cheater. I hey, 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 I was the one that found the quiz and I think I've gotten the same answer twice. Mhm. Mm Guess what it is? Uh Loki? I have. I'm nervous. Okay, I took one and I got. Well, I didn't take this one. I took the one and I did get Scarlet Witch. And I was like, "Hey!" <laughs> um, now I'm nervous because I'm scared. I'm not gonna get her. It's more of like um, a slidey thing. Like you just decide which one you think matches you most. So, do you oh, want to take it together? God, it's one of those. We'll read out each question aloud so we don't just sit in awkward silence. Sure. So okay. this is a 20 question personality test will reveal which Marvel character you are with 100% accuracy. Are you an introvert or are you an extrovert? I would say I'm an extrovert. I'd say introvert. Okay, my Myers-Briggs mm -hmm. test said introvert. I just have okay. mom energy, so. You are. You're, are you more of a follower or a leader? Leader. I would say I'm more of a leader, but like when I'm lazy, I can be a follower if I need to. Mm, same, okay. same. Do you want to read the next two? Because I don't want to keep on reading out. <laughs> um, okay, teacher. Are you more nervous or confident? Um, depends on the situation. De definitely depends on the situation. But what happens if you just leave it in the middle? Nine times out of ten, I'm usually confident. Like, when I project to other people, because like I, I pretend like I'm confident, but like really, I'm just dying inside 24-7. Mm, same, so. okay. Are you an optimist or pessimist? Pessimist. I would want to say I'm a pessimist just because I am realistic and, and often But you're the mom realism. You optimistic. That is true. But I am, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like when you say something, but you just make your voice sound happier. Just so it seems inside. more optimistic. Yeah, like yeah. that. And then also like when I'm giving advice. If it's like bad advice, not like bad advice. If it's like bad news, I just like happier voice. <laughs> I, I hate you so much, Desiree. Yeah, that just sounds time. better because it's upbeat. I don't know how where to put it. I'm going to put it like a little bit there. Okay. Are you more calculated or impulsive? Uh, calculated. Impulsive. I'm very I impulsive. love planning. I hate it. Too much work. I kind of just wing it. Are you more uh, traditional or unconventional? I want to read one, Desiree. No, no. Are you more traditional? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I would unconventional. say, yeah, unconventional. Girl, Maybe you're you supposed should... to read next. Oh, are you driven <laughs> by your goals or your morals? Okay, let's. My morals. Pace, My morals. Goals. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> are you a dreamer or a realist? got realist that also I'm a dreamer, dreamer that wants to be a realist so um, I would pick dreamer are you more selfless or self-interested selfless, selfless or self-interested <laughs> why, why don't you just put selfish that makes it so much difficult I don't I'm like interested I'm, I'm not like a narcissist like but it's like right like would you put others before you or yourself before others it depends on like how much I like that right that's shoot like I'm like for a stranger Y'all got me beat. No, I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, are you more competitive or collaborative? Competitive. Competitive. Are you more forgiving or vindictive? vindictive I hate everything probably. and everyone. <laughs> probably Desiree the most. 
I feel like <laughs> you suck. I don't know. I don't really forgive. I just forget. Remember what Taylor Swift said? You know, you don't have to forgive and forget to move on. Of course, those are the words you remember her by. Are you a words person or a numbers person? Words. Words. <laughs> I'm a ling- I have a linguistic intelligence for the eight intelligences. I studied that last year. Okay. Are you patient or impatient? Impatient. Impatient. Are you more calm or emotional? I would say I'm calm. I just- Emotional. I just- <laughs> Are you mysterious or an open book? Ooh. I want to say I'm mysterious because I feel like no, I I okay I know you, but off yes. of that, I feel like I don't say much. Okay, would you say that I'm mysterious or an open book? I would say you are a book, not Am open, I open though. though? <laughs> <laughs> um. I think we can put mysterious for both of us because we don't. Yeah, I know we just want to take the the mysterious trope. We just. Are you more organized or disorganized? Organized. Oh yeah, definitely organized. Are you more serious or sarcastic? Sarcastic. I knew you were gonna say that. Um, I'm definitely in between on this one, but when I'm sarcastic, everyone thinks I'm serious, which is so unfortunate. But funny. Are you more humble or arrogant? Arrogant. Humble. I'm just. We're, we're both we're both just two different sides of just like Slytherin house. I know. Okay. Are you more creative <laughs> or analytical? Creative. Uh, analytical. And finally, do you follow your head or your heart? My heart. My head. <laughs> so I love how like, right. the last few questions were just so different. Okay. Okay, ready? Did you get lucky? I'm not. I'm not mad about it. No, no, I don't. Okay, good. Anyway. Yeah, lucky. Um, you got Loki. You're literally Loki. You thrive on chaos and you're not afraid to march to the beat of your own drum. You often don't let people in, but you do just about anything to those you care about. You have big dreams and big plans to make it reality, even if it means you have to get into a little trouble along the way. So, so this is funny. I recently just fell back in love with this character. Who do you think it is? <laughs> I think it's Loki, because you said... Really? Actually, no, because you said emotional. Let me think. Because we have opposite answers for a lot of them. Maybe Peter Parker? Alright. Mm, I got- want me to tell you? Yes. I got Captain Marvel. So, I actually just fell back in love with it. I love Brie Larson. This says, you're just like Captain Marvel herself, Carol Danvers. You're one tough cookie who never backs down from a fight. You're not afraid to go against the tide and be yourself. People often underestimate you, but you're quick to prove them wrong. You're clever, determined, and the most loyal friend a person could ask for. You hear that, Kayla? Almost. Well, most they're lying friend. to you. They're lying to you. Um, but that's like crazy. I like- You should have gone like mean, Thanos or something. I literally actually like, I really love Captain Marvel. I just think like Marvel sucked in the way that they developed her story. They could have done it like much better. But I remember reading this thing, you know, like how Carol had her hair short in Endgame and people were like, oh, like, why does she have her hair short and stuff like that? And then in WandaVision, it's revealed that Monica Rambeau's mom had cancer. So people were saying that while Monica was, yeah, when she got blipped, that Carol was there for her mom. And that's why she cut her hair short in honor of like cancer awareness and so, so forth. 
like help her through the journey so i thought that was like really sad and, like really sad. like so it was like really like sweet obviously and like selfless of her because like um, the five years would have passed if she like shaved her head then like that would have been like that would have been accurate okay yeah so let's move on desiree <laughs> let's just let's talk about new shows new shows so you basically just said let's talk about loki or do you want to talk about i each put show? in parentheses wandavision falcon and the winter soldier loki pick one only, I, you I have to pick though. one. You have to pick. No, well, you'll pick one. I'll pick one. We can talk okay. About. What do you well, want? Well, obviously, pick let's go in order. Miss Wandavision, as I do love okay. her. I knew. See, um, which means I can give my first thoughts on it. You're gonna make <laughs> me cry again. I mean, I always give my first thoughts on this show. Again, I love it, and I think the way that they developed um, Wanda Maximoff into the Scarlet Witch was perfect, and I think it's really interesting the idea of like how her her glorious purpose <laughs> was to um basically just be a, like a ball of ma- like chaos and madness destroy the universe and stuff like that but obviously like we know like wanda she's she's not like that she's just someone who has loved and lost her entire life and it was just so it was so interesting because obviously to the people in the town she's a villain for putting them under that but like through our eyes it's just like she's hurt and we know she is and like they don't know what she just like went through and i don't know it's just like it's so much to like just think about and like absorb it definitely deals with like the stages of grief in such a like a cinematic way i think they do like perfectly and i love the idea of like tv shows and like how that they incorporated that into her character because it definitely brought like this new kind of like twist into just like cinematic tropes in general. So yeah, love it. Um, love Paul Benny. Okay, I'm gonna talk. Okay, <laughs> I loved WandaVision. Um, I really loved the decades fashion. It really showed a lot of um, Elizabeth Olsen's Elizabeth Olsen's character because she could be like a preppy, like really cool mom to like just being a heartbroken widow in an instant like she's not even like mm-hmm. widowed but like it honestly feels so sad so like you could really see how she's able to like switch personalities really really fast i do have some critiques on it number one i i really wish i could we could have seen more of agatha like because i just felt like she kind of came out of nowhere and like it was understandable but i wish we kind of knew more of her backstory why she came to west westview right westview yeah why she came there how was she able to like live for so long etc like i just wish we kind of knew more about her so that's kind of all critiques i have i loved her outfits um wandavision wanda's like throughout the entire show just really rocking everything also pietro i really wish he lived during age of ultron it would have just been such a good dynamic no no no, i'm not gonna talk about how much i hate hawkeye that's for another (laughs) but like i really wish pietro would have lived like in Age of Ultron because we all know he was super fast. We, it was introduced in the beginning of the movie. And maybe Hawkeye and Pietro would have developed a bromance. And then like after Infinity War, we could have seen how both of them reacted to losing everything they loved with like uh, Pietro still trying to keep the world together. And then like Hawkeye turning to a bad guy. But then again, number one, they didn't have the rights of Quicksilver so they had to kill him off. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like WandaVision wouldn't be as strong if Pietro was alive, you know? Yeah, definitely. And also, Wanda watched the love of his, the love of her life die twice in Infinity War. So, I literally, it's so interesting too, just because like it's the part of her that is the Infinity Stone, 
And in some way, actually, well, I don't want to bring it. I mean, I can bring it up now. In some way, it kind of reminds me of like Loki and Sylvie, just because like Sylvie is a part of Loki, and they're like pushing that romance, which I don't mind. I don't think I, I think the actors are very good together. I know she minds. Okay. I think like besides like the the storylines and everything, like it's such a it's a great watch. Um, just because the acting is incredible, and like from Paul Bettany to Elizabeth Olsen, like. Award-winning performances, just because it's such like an intense role to play. I can only imagine like the kind of like stuff that she had to prepare for, like you know, to just like go through that. Even though the behind the scenes is funny. <laughs> I think after watching one of I kind of fell down the spiral of watching sad TV shows. Like I watched BoJack Horseman. Like oh, I I'm like finishing that. That show broke me. Yeah, I'm not okay. Intense, I don't. I. I'm literally watching Victorious right now because I don't have anything else to watch. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about one song, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon I did Winter not Soldier. like either of them. I thought, well, like, during Civil War, I'm like thinking, like, <laughs> why are y'all breaking up over some like guy that doesn't even matter? Like when I when <laughs> someone first ex- if you were to explain the premise of Civil War to me before the movie started, I'd be like, okay, so like there's a love triangle of like Bucky. Tony and like Steve. That's what I thought it was like before I watched it. I was like, okay, just like one big gay love triangle. Like, but I'm gonna be honest, I didn't care about Sam or Bucky. Eh. But seeing them together, mourning Steve, who they were both madly in love with, leave for a heterosexual romance. I also have a lot to say about Steve leaving. Why did Steve leave and like ruin Peggy Carter's like she founded Hydra, not Hydra. She founded. She ended up fi- finding founding Shield, and also helping <laughs> to found. Like why did he leave and li- why did he leave and ruin her life? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like it's. Always it was just like one timeline, lives. though. It's always men that ruin. <laughs> it's always men, men. Um, it's always men that get the stand in the way of a woman's career. Oh Some in bigger ways than others. I remember someone saying that like in um obviously like that's supposed to be like a nexus event that captain america caused and so in like the background of one of the loki episodes you can see someone who looks like peggy carter walk through apparently just someone who looks like her but obviously they could definitely use that to their advantage like how is that supposed to happen bro like how is that supposed to happen if like how is that supposed how how is that an event that's supposed to happen even though alternate timelines aren't supposed to be created to protect the savior timeline, like what? But it wasn't supposed to happen. That's why it's a, that's why she got brought in. Yeah, that but be- wouldn't that also include Captain America? Wouldn't that also include yeah, probably. Steve because he was the one? So. Unless he gets pruned in the thing already. You know, like when they reset the... Well, then it would be interesting if we got to see him in episode 5 of Loki. But... <laughs> I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier was one of the most, like, real episodes because it, it felt like it was happening in real time. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. something that was happening in a galaxy far, far away. It really felt like something that was, like, very relatable to a lot of, like, youth because it tackled racism and stuff like that and all that stuff. I was gonna put all that jazz and I was like, no, don't say that. I was like, don't say that, Kayla. <laughs> so, uh-huh. another thing that I also really liked was I feel like what Falcon and the Winter Soldier should have happened because I do see online everyone's like, why didn't Sam just take the shield, bro? And I was like, well, you're not a black. Like, you're not a black. Like, you're gonna be like the face of America and you're a black guy. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna sit well with a lot of people. Yeah. And we had this conversation during the Oscars, which got cut out. 
because it was too long. It was too was long and unrelated. Long and definitely a tangent. Okay, I'll give my two cents. I honestly did not care about um, Captain America or like Bucky or Sam before like this any of this happened. Just because, like, I don't know, like, they never, you know, like, I never, like, really related to any of the characters. I never really saw, like, the appeal. Um, and then, you know, after, obviously, WandaVision was ending and then now Captain and the Winter Soldier is the next show. I was like, let's just see what, or what did I say? Captain and the Winter Soldier. What was it? It's, it's like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sorry. Was next. I was like, you know, might as well just give the first episode a shot. I, like, fell in love with it. I felt, like, I, like, understood the characters more and, like, more of, like, their storyline and everything like that. Besides that, Sh- Sebastian Stan. Whew, oh, that man. Uh, um, not my type. Sorry. <laughs> I, I knew she was going to say that. I go for more. Where she goes for more Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> yeah. um, he is having a Tom, Tom Hiddleston, I guess. Sorry. But, uh, to go off what, like, Kayla was saying, like, it's definitely a, one of the more realistic shows just because of like not only like the ideas it tackles but where it tackles it and how not like authentic it is but just how real realistic it all is and i think it was just like really interesting for marvel to include those tropes just because like it's never really been done before um in terms of like marvel as i believe it besides like obviously like black panther was kind of an example but it wasn't in the sense of where it's like tackling um, racism. I feel like Black Mountain Tackers more of like gentrification, just as valid. But you know, like with the idea where they like when the police car pulls up to oh, Bucky God, and Sam arguing, and then like he literally starts, you know, like interrogating him and then like taking Bucky's side. And only believes Buck, but yeah. Like, and then like Bucky's like, what was like going on? You know, like all this stuff. And then it's not until like they get closer to his face, they realize he's an Avenger. And it's just crazy that him being an avenger is the only thing that like saved him but again like of course like in real life if it was um a vipoc person in a higher status they definitely would have been saved than just like an ordinary joe i think it was a great show i love how like the villain wasn't really a villain um i thought it was just interesting how like they played off of that like she's just a teenage girl i loved how like sam empathize with her yeah empathize with her and like try to see the bigger picture you know and not just like fully attack her with violence and like find like you know like just like the peace but like i don't know i thought it was like really great especially for like a show that's supposed to be patriotic it's definitely i like loved it and just the idea of like how captain america is like now a black man because that just feels more representative (laughs) if i'm being honest yeah i definitely agree and it also tackled i believe like i think the whole central of it was like after the blip happened there was a lot of people getting like pushed out of their homes because people were already living Mm -hmm. there and it was already introduced in like i believe the uh the first two scenes in the movie where sam goes to like get i believe he tries to get like get a loan for to keep like the boat or something and he has no financial activity from five years and the loan can't be given and bro he he got wiped out of existence mm-hmm. for five years. Like, I don't understand, like, how you're supposed to, like... Like, there's no McDonald's when you get blipped out, bro. Like, there's no purchase that you can make. Yeah. So I just really think that showed, like, how unfair they were. And then, like, the guy's like, sorry, I can't help you, but can I have a picture since you're the Falcon? And I was like, what? So I thought that was oh, no. weird. That definitely, like, showed off kind of the tone that was going to be played out through the entire series. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like 
Sam kind of had to give up that shield because I can't, I can realize like how self-conscious he must have felt being like, I bet he kind of felt like, I don't know, like just the black sidekick of Captain America. And like, you know, the first thing that he did when he had that shield was he gave it away because I feel like he felt like he couldn't do it or like he wasn't like it, to be Captain America, you have to be white. You have to be a white male. Mm -hmm. So it was just very interesting to see him grow and learn to regret his decision and make him earn Captain America and make him feel like he is Captain America. Um, so I just thought that was really nice. And also when he did end up putting on that shield in the last episode, um, actually started like using the costume for the, sec for the last episode, there was also like, he could also fly and there was also like the drones that he used while he was Falcon. So it's nice mm -hmm. that, he, that he was able to personalize Captain America, if that makes sense, so yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely um, agree. Also, like, I want to touch on a character like John Walker. I think even though he is a hated man, I think, like, his character addition was important because it definitely, em like, emphasizes, like, why Sam is, like, literally Captain America and, like, his values and his morals compared to John Walker, who is, like, put in that place. It also, like, makes sense, like, for him to give up the shield just because it's, like, it does, I mean, obviously allows for, like, character development and for us to, like, truly accept him as like captain america i mean i would have accepted off the bat if he accepted that shield but you know some people some marvel fans and i just think that like it was so it's such an interesting development seeing him give it up and then buck i mean bucky like not understanding and pushing him and then them having that conversation about why he gave it up and like all this stuff i think it just like adds so much and i just think like besides that but like when People would ask for like selfies with the Avengers. I think that's so realistic. And I was like, <laughs> that was like so real because like, yeah, obviously these people want like a selfie with a, like a, a superhero. I think that was also you know? in Thor Ragnarok, I believe at the beginning mm -hmm. with Thor when people went up to Thor and then like Loki rolled his eyes. Oh, also oh, yeah. I really think it was, sorry. It no, was also no, no, really no. interesting to see Sam, like Bucky be so mad at Sam and not understanding why he gave up that mm -hmm. shield. But like, cause he's not a black man. Like he doesn't understand what's like to be black America. And like, you know, I think for a lot of BIPOC people, it's like keep your head down, like try to just like not do anything. Cause like the criminal justice system is not going to be fair to you. So I feel yeah. like he's kind of had that system stuck in his brain. And I feel like him finally being comfortable with Captain America and not being affected by what some mean racist people might have to say to him i just feel like that was very important i just really love seeing buck finally mm -hmm. understanding that why specifically sam gave up that shield so yeah yeah because i was like bucky's like from the 40s right so like i can only yeah. imagine like everything that man's like thinking in his mind um but i think yeah like i really love the dynamic between sam and bucky because it reminds me a lot of schmidt and winston from new girl and it's just like like obviously their nick is captain america and just to see them like you know have to like interact on their own and all this other stuff and i just love like how sam handled himself the entire the like the entire series especially like, also with bucky and like them just like coming to terms and like being friends like when he called him cap like that was just <laughs> this is just all really sweet and I honestly wish there was gonna be more. Well, but as we know, so, too bad. Like for all these series, there's never gonna be more. So, anyways, okay, so let's talk about the best yes. show, Loki. 
See, now it's the best show. Very I have a lot to say about this. So, Go number first. one, we have our very first bisexual character, Mr. Loki Laufeason. He's also gender fluid. Mm -hmm. We'd love to see the representation. Number two, he may or may not be in love with an alternate female reality version of himself. Uh, yes. Do you think <laughs> Sylvie and Loki? Okay. I think it's like... It... It makes so much sense for his character to fall in love with the female version it's of like yourself. It's like selfless, though. And I know that, like, okay, but like, I remember this thing, and like, it's like literally like this weird, like, fruit and concept that is like what they're playing here. Um, but I know that, like, I don't know who said it. It was like this, like, theory that, like, oh, like, the person you're supposed to fall in love with is like the person you're supposed to be like your best friend. And your best friend's supposed to be the one that's most like you. So in a way, I think it's like everything's this weird fruit and concept of like loving yourself and actually being in love with yourself. Um, I, think, I really hope it's platonically. I'm not against Loki loving himself, but like also, I just, it's just weird. Like <laughs> I imagine a male version of myself. Do you think he would be hot? I don't know. Okay, I literally didn't think that the Loki was gonna be, look blonde. <laughs> I, I was very caught off guard with that. I when I went like, cause everyone was talking about like, oh, like Sophie DiMartino, like, I think that's her last name. Like she's gonna be playing Loki because she's un uncredited in like the cast list for Disney Plus. And then like literally, she's blonde. So when I saw her like face, I was like, oh, they're probably just gonna dye her hair. So that was interesting to see. Also, they called her Sylvie to make it less weird because if they call her Loki, then it's gonna- I don't know. I thought I, it was just because, like- I love Sylvie um, as a character. I just- I, If it's a romantic- Like, it's not because I simp for Loki. Like, I don't think I do it anymore as much. Um, I don't think, like, I really, like, simp for him as much as I used to. Yeah, But, like, right. really- I, like, There's I really no feel way. like it's She's just, like, weird to fall in love <laughs> with an alternate reality version of yourself. But then again, they're also extremely different. Like, they had two different back- They had, like, two different people. They have, they're like, they had two different like backstories. So I think it would be okay. I think they developed their relationship really well. I think, mm -hmm. but it, it's also very, it makes sense in Loki's character because all he cares about is himself. And the one person he won't betray is himself. Exactly. So I think it's just so realistic for him as a character. Like I'm not saying like real life, like y'all go do that. But like, yeah, this makes so much sense for him as a character to, fall, to like obviously fall in love with the one, like the person who's literally an alternate dimension alternate version of himself but also i think it's interesting because she is i believe they mixed two characters in order to make sylvie and yes. then they took the sylvie from the the like one of the characters because i believe they based her off of sylvie obviously and, and lady loki or something. oh i was gonna say lady loki oh my um, god i'm stupid <laughs> I don't maybe the the but i remember i read something that like she's she's most likely a mixture of those two um i mean obviously she can enchant but I'm not 100%. I mean, probably, honestly. But it just makes sense for him as a character to really like, I don't know, fall in love with Sylvie and, or like, like her at least. Also, just because like the way that they really like played her off though is like it gives it such a way for him that it's like okay to do that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's like literally like a fictional TV show. Like, characters are characters, you know, whatever. You know <laughs> Um, I, Wanda I literally fell in love with a robot, so... 
let's emphasize. <laughs> um, okay, here's the thing. I ship Moby and um Moby and Loki. So that's why Moby she's also on a different. Yeah, mod. I really ship the two. Like he Loki cried when Mobius got pruned, and then like they hugged when they separated when he went to go to the TVA. Like that's so funny because I feel like Mobius is like this weird dad figure. What? For Loki, okay. that Odin didn't really provide. <laughs> um, like, I don't know, like, he was, you know, like, obviously, like, it was weird. They had, like, this weird, like, love-hate relationship, um, Mobius and Loki. Um, but then I always Enemies felt like, lovers. you know, like, at the end when, like, he was like, be whoever you want to be. It was kind of like, like, you know, like, that dad or, like, that uncle in your life. I felt like that was their relationship. I wish I could string Which is why I, I couldn't really see it differently. Just because, like, old... Owen Wilson had like a more like older. He wears um, a cowboy hat. He had like yeah, like a more like older persona, rather yeah. than like Loki or like Tom Hiddleston, who like, had to be like more uh, upbeat and like outgoing and like playful and so forth. But I don't know, like I don't. I mean, in the end, like Loki is Loki, gender fluid king. Good for him. By king, good for him wherever they they put him in but i think like they did it so casually too they're just yeah they didn't like announce him because like this man is bi they exactly, didn't they didn't yeah. like they didn't have him like striding in in a bi flag or like painted his face but like they they did it very casually which i think is how like most people it, that's how it should have been done mm-hmm. i believe kate heron that's the person directing it if i'm wrong then i'm sorry actually no i'm not actually i think it is i found out that i'm loki today so i'm very egotistical so i just feel like he I believe they. she's also bi, so I feel like that was a really good introduction, and, like, she knows what she's doing because she's also bi. So, now let's discuss Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. And I just want to let everyone know, if you're pronouncing it as Shang-Chi, sorry, I wanted to, like, make fun of the people who are saying it like that. I used to pronounce okay, it like that. Okay, first off, yeah, can we say that, so I don't know why she's acting all high and mighty today. Shang-Chi. Loki. I'm gonna humble her as Spider-Man. And say, yes, it is Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Okay, let's, let me get the cast of this. Uh, I believe Simu Liu, I think that's how you pronounce it, is playing Shang-Chi. And Aquafina's in it. Mm-hmm. Like, straight out of Ryan the Last Dragon. Also, I just recently watched um, Ryan the Last Dragon, so love I that. I already watched it. Um, I watched it when I got the second vaccine um like i think that was like almost that was a few weeks ago so we love to see it uh asian representation um there's a lot of asian cast like if you look at the original cast list um everyone is at asian um except i believe ben kingsley and tim roth if they're if both of those are asian i'm sorry also there's a few other people that are not asian but like the main characters are asian dallas Um, james Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I like love this one he's man. He's cute. Yeah, I love him. He was in uh, he's in the show Pen One, Pen One Five, Pen One Five. Obviously, if you know what that spells, lol. He's in the show like Pen One Five, and he's so cute in that. I love him. Oh, also, everyone, I would like to talk about Kim's Convenience for a second. If you guys have watched Kim's mm-hmm. Convenience on Netflix, it stars the uh, actor for uh, Shang Chi. I swear to God. Okay, let me actually look up how to pronounce this. I I feel like very embarrassed if I pronounce this wrong. So, how to pronounce? <laughs> I cause I'm scared. I don't want to get this wrong. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How? Oh, Ben Kingsley is actually from 
Indian descent. I think I remember that because he played Gandhi. Okay, I've been pronouncing Oscar, it right. Simu Liu. I've been pronouncing it right. Good. I won't get exposed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, basically, Kim's Convenience got canceled because, um, I believe, um, after the only Asian executive producer left, it was an all-white team, and all the Asian and all the cast members who were Asian didn't have a really say in the production. I did see his post on the Subtle Asian Traits Facebook post, and I thought that was really interesting because, like, I think it was one of the very first like it's like one of the very like few asian sitcoms besides fresh off the boat that i know of there's also never have i ever but i don't think do we consider that a sitcom but i really feel like he plays who does he play jung yes i feel like jung's character mm -hmm. was really messed up because he was a guy in juvie he was like in gangs or something like that he was like a very he was like a he didn't really have a good like upbringing he ran away when he was 16. then he decided to go back to business school and then he was still working at like the rent car rental place that he was working at. So when they ended the series, like they canceled the series. So the ending was very bad, at least in my opinion. He mm. never like did something with that business degree. And I feel like the process of like kind of trying to build up someone, um, trying to like build up a character and try to have them have good character development only to have them still not grow in any way, which is very bad. But I'm very glad that uh, Simu Liu was able to become Shang-Chi and the legend of the Ten Rings. Mm -hmm. I, I forgot also, that, that the legend was in there. Um, from like Kim's Convenience, didn't they like spin off like the only white character or something? Which didn't make sense. Like they gave her like a spin off yeah. show or something. It's just, it's just really sucks though that like, I know that the main actor who is playing Shang-Chi did, he like spoke up about like what happened and like all this stuff, which I think was great because it's like, often do we get like someone speaking up about something that happens like this, especially in like a higher status. So, yeah, I don't. I don't really like watch the. I haven't really started the show or watched it, so I don't have much to say, other than it shouldn't have ended. Yeah, it was really good. I think the first episode it was called Gay Discount. Um, I just thought it was hilarious. Like as someone who's gay and also Asian, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Also, I did also realize that a lot of people were telling, um, Simu that he was too ugly to be an Asian to be a superhero. That's so sad. <laughs> like, bro, are you? Did you see Loki's greasy hair and Thor and Avengers? Like, okay, I'm in love with him, but at least I'm like self-aware that he has not had the best hair days. I just feel like a lot of people just like, I know that there's a lot of, I think that we need this right now. I think this is the kind of movie that we need right now. I was not prepared to talk, really talk about um, Shang-Chi, mostly because like, I haven't read the comics. I don't really know a lot about the character, but I think that in the midst of COVID and the anti-Asian attacks, I think this is something that we really need for a lot of young kids um especially asian youth to look up to this character and i think it's one of the, i believe it's one of the very first it's the very first marvel character to go and there was also some in x-men but this is the very first like one in the marvel cinematic universe so yeah do that's my two cents on it i'm copying you now i'm saying two cents oh wow i never really understood so, when pe why people say that here's so, yeah. my fruit for thought that i'm changing oh it fruit for thought um no don't know what is it i th i mean obviously i'm not i never really like got into this like shang chi the character and so forth but i'm excited for the movie um i think especially since marvel the marvel universe is a white dominated world we have very few um bipoc leads or characters in general um and i think it's great 
to finally have like that Asian representation in the universe. I'm still waiting for them to make a movie off of the Fili- one Filipino superhero. I don't know if there's more, yes, but Wave, love her. Um, if I ever get famous and into acting, I would want to play her. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think I would be a better I, Wave, actually. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying like that. that. Why are you saying it like that? Anyways, why are you uh, saying it like that, bro? Anyways, I I think like uh, adding on to what Kayla said, it is definitely a great film, especially um, in the midst of COVID and everything that's just been happening with Asian Americans throughout like you know the world basically. And I just like I think it's gonna be a great film, a love letter to the Asian community. I hope. And I know like people are being very nitpicky about like the movie, like oh it's not rings, it's bracelets. Like come on, you're gonna say Shang Chi and the ten bracelets? You got me fooled if y'all gonna say that. Like, you that. can't critique Shang-Chi <laughs> when you're pronouncing it like Shang-Chi. Yeah, exactly. You can't exactly. critique it when you're saying it like that. <laughs> and if it's like, like, rings just sounds better and it's in shorter. Like, I do not want to have to say bracelets every time I will say ring. That's too long. <laughs> and it's already like the legend of. I didn't yeah. know that the legend of was on there. I'm not trying to judge the movie in any way. I just feel like it's very long. It's very long. Yeah, like the title. So, y'all but just It's not like Iron down. Man. Like, that's yeah. like one word. Anyways, I'm like very excited. Like the casting is great. Speaking of uh, diverse casting, let's talk about the internals. I actually don't know anything about that. I do know that one guy, the guy from one of the actors in Kim's Convenience is on there. I think so. There's like a, yeah, I think he is. Um, I mean, it's a quite diverse casting and I am quite surprised. And I really liked how they gender bent some of the characters. which I Chloe Zhao is directing it. Show. Yes, and Chloe Zhao is directing it. I think that's just, it's amazing. Like within it's all, like I, I never really got into the internals either. But after kind of like watching some of the trailer, seeing the casting, um, I just thought like, and knowing the director, I'm just excited. And Oh, wait, I think I'm wrong. I do not think anyone from, I don't think anyone from <laughs> Kim's Convenience is in the internals. Sorry about that. Um, but I also know Gemma Chan. I believe she was in Crazy oh, yeah. Rich Asians. She's also is no, yes. she's not going to be in the Shang Chi. Shang Chi, sorry. She's going to be in uh, it's Eternals. Michelle, yes. right? Yeah, Michelle. Michelle, who's also in Crazy Rich Asians, is going to be the one in Shang Chi. And then I don't know how to pronounce his name because it's Korean, so I'm so so sorry if I get this wrong. It's Madong Seok. He's mm-hmm. he was in Trade to Busan. He's going to be in the oh. Eternals. I literally love Trade to Busan so much. It's definitely one of the it's the greatest zombie movie of all time. Uh, so yeah. That they're Angelina Jolie is gonna be in it. So if you do, do want to support a lovely Asian, um, Asian, I was gonna say Grammy, um, Oscar winner director, definitely watch Eternals when you can. So talking about mm-hmm. good representation, let's talk about absolutely dog water representation, diversity <laughs> in Marvel movies. So let's talk about Doctor Strange. Ooh, controversial topic. Um. As y'all know, Tilda, I think her name is Tilda Swinton. She played... um, The Ancient One. The Ancient One. Who doesn't even have an actual name. It's the Ancient One. (laughs) Who's the Ancient One. And on the comics, I I believe the character is obviously Asian. And just, you know, that, you know, obviously it's an Asian. It's an Asian character. Let's just just say that, okay? And she is not Asian. And she basically whitewashed the character. Um, <laughs> their justification 
before the reason was that they didn't want to play off stereotypes um but i don't think it would have played off stereotypes just because that's how it was in the comics um mm-hmm. obviously they, they really like tried i can to see how it's a stereotype like having that like one like asian dude like teaching you all the things like it like mm-hmm. i understand like i understand how you can you don't want to get it but like i would rather be accused of stereotyping than like whitewashing yeah in my opinion like it's the lesser of two evils if they had another asian character it wouldn't be the only asian character because they had another asian character in there so i think it would have sorry yeah i love cutting you off it's okay i know so (laughs) anyways okay so there's this one there's there's something that happened i believe in the intro in the beginning of doctor doctor strange this guy benedict cumberbatch walks up into the room and he thinks this asian guy is the ancient one and he was like hey ancient one and then tilda watts walks in and is like no i'm the ancient one so i just thought that was kind of weird like if you're gonna poke fun that you didn't cast a white person don't bring that joke in i just thought they didn't cast an asian person yeah (laughs) so they were like like benedict automatically assumed sorry stefan automatically assumed that the asian guy was the ancient one like what like mm-hmm. it just feels weird to me he would have been a better ancient one yeah i also i think because it's just like even though like you're putting off a stereotype it's still thing like the origins of like tai chi kung fu and like you know all these like martial arts it comes from asia like that's just an accurate thing and like if the asian the ancient one was asian i think that also just it's just also more accurate um I mean, it's like trusting a white guy to teach you how to cook Chinese food. It's kind of yeah, weird. exactly. Like I just felt like, in its sense, it was just more, you know. And I, I hate how they justify it, like, oh, because she's a woman. <laughs> you know, it's like you can't always you just use just that had excuse. An Asian woman, you could yeah. have had an Asian woman play the part. And I do. There was this controversy, um, email controversy. I do not know if this is true. I might get a lot of the details wrong because this was a few years ago, and I wasn't really into Marvel then. So, from what I could research, basically, there's a lot of different accounts on this, but basically, I think Tilda messaged bisexual Asian comedian Margaret Cho if it was okay that oh, if she I played love Margaret it. Margaret Cho. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love Margaret Cho too. So, I, that's that's what, that's kind of like a small, just, if I get it wrong, I'm really sorry. Um, recommend you do your own research. I'm kind of stupid when it comes to like public drama. Um, but like, I really feel like don't email someone. It's like, I'm white and I'm going to do yellow face. Let me go ask Desiree if it's okay. <laughs> Let me go ask for her permission. It's gonna uh-huh. be like, when I start coming on her file, I'll be like, guys, don't worry. An Asian person said it's okay. <laughs> like, I just find that really weird. And like, if yeah, you're gonna email someone and ask if it's okay. Then no. you kind of already know that it's not okay. If you have to ask someone else if it's okay. you have to ask someone okay. for permission, it's bad. Yeah, so I don't know, it's just, it's just so messy. I do you know the director did end up apologizing. Yes. Mm, don't all directors. Did you guys know that Scarlett Johansson is starting her own makeup line? We love to you see know, more she Asian also... representation. The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she also played Ghost in the Shell, knowing that she was whitewashing a character. Like, okay, my I was talking <laughs> to my mom about this. We were talking, we were talking about whitewashing, and she was like, "I feel if I was Scarlett Johansson, I wouldn't apologize." And I was like, "What?" So like, cool. you're kind of hurting. It's fine, my mom's. <laughs> like, I, it's like it's kind of like you should apologize, bro. Like you're yeah, you're hurting an entire community. Um, the thing is, I hate that she didn't apologize. She just released a statement saying, like, oh, I didn't know that the character was Asian. Y'all telling me, bro, yeah, okay, like, it's based sure off a they, manga and an yeah. anime. 
I'm pretty sure they're gonna have to give you that. And if you can't just tell by the name in general that you're playing an Asian character, like, I know, like, don't assume, but like, come on. Like, I think the name kind of says for itself, you're gonna play an Asian character. And yeah, she's just like, she was like justifying herself and she didn't really apologize at the end of it. Like, I was literally trying to search up a way to forgive her because she's also the reason why I don't like Black Widow, only just because it's played by her. Just because she never apologized. And I think like, it's like so long, but you have to apologize for stuff like this. Just because it's like, what she did was hurtful to the community, even though the movie, I don't know if the movie did well or not, but it's like, when you go as far as to justify why you did it and go as far as to basically lie and say like, oh, I didn't know these characters were Asian. It's just like even more disrespectful. And to still go on with playing the character after that, it's just like, it boggles me. Box office. Okay, let's look at how <laughs> like, much it got on the box office. So, um, it grossed $40.5 million in the United States and Canada. Mm, and is that a lot? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Listen to what the budget was. $110 million. Oh, so they did do bad. <laughs> um, as deserved. <laughs> also, it's just like... I hate how she also justified like what like her taking on the role was because women need more of a place in this industry. You are a white woman in an industry. You have more chances than a BIPOC male and women together. So you, I feel like that excuse is so like null and void. You know, like I just, it's just really like upsetting. And I know that she's like a funny person. And she's like probably a good person, but just like it's so hard to like move past that in like terms like this, just because she has such a like a status and like you know like you know she upholds like such a reputation but um i will be watching black widow only for florence Pugh. so if y'all see me talking about black widow no oh it's for God. florence <laughs> and david harbour didn't you literally get that i saw it on instagram where you were like which a24 <laughs> yeah which yeah a20... that's how you should follow us on our instagrams at with love kayla k-a-i-l-a if you spell yes. it wrong i will cry at desert sqp y'all can figure out how to spell it because y'all follow us duh <laughs> oh her account is on public mine is not put on your yeah. status something add us in your bio if you're following circulation i'll probably follow you okay so moving on i we're gonna skip two things about the agenda since we're already talking about Sarah johansson is it okay if we talk about female leads at the mcu sure let's talk about female okay. leads that's what i thought so <laughs> let's talk about females women 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 they have minds and souls how is that is that from like little women i don't remember the whole monologue all right so <laughs> tell why don't you to tell me do you feel represented do you feel anyways do you feel represented in in the MCU as a Asian woman of color as a as an Asian woman do you feel represented as an Asian no as a woman yes <laughs> okay which characters make you feel represented <laughs> I was like like therapy um definitely Scarlet Witch Gamora Captain Marvel I mean honestly I mean I even like like I mean I, I don't even know I mean, I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna say Black Widow I'm not saying Black Widow the new characters coming up well, I also I also I do think about like the new characters that are coming up as well. So like I know like Kate Bishop. I love that woman, Kate Bishop. Oh my god. Oh, MJ, Gwen Stacy, MJ, Mary Jane. I think it's like I would even like yeah. to marry Gwen Stacy. 
<laughs> I think it's like, I don't know, like, even though some of these characters aren't put, like, for me, it's like, I think even these characters aren't the lead or put in, like, this, like, technical badass position. I still think that they add some just storyline and their character and they have character development to them, which is also why I do like still consider like consider myself represented because also like not every woman is like a superhero badass fighting. Some of us are really just teenage girls trying to pass their class, okay, and trying to find out and reading well, these Desiree. serial killer books. <laughs> well, like you know, like MJ, right? She's just like she's literally just debunking who spider-man is and she yeah. just reads these like serial killer books and like you know also like she's such a regular teenager and that doesn't take away from my representation or anything just because she's not like this badass superhero but i mean like i do feel like there is definitely more of a need for like female superheroes and like such roles that's definitely because obviously like you know like you see iron man and them they have like three to like four movies about them and like women barely get any or like one and Wanda just got a TV show recently, which I think is great for her character because it did develop a lot. Also like how they like spent such little time with Captain Marvel and like all this stuff. So I think I do feel, I feel represented, not well represented, but represented enough to say like, yeah, I feel represented as a woman by Marvel, but I don't feel well represented. Yeah, I am, yeah, I totally get that. Like, I feel like also. How do I feel? Like, how do I had this mind, but then you started talking. I was like, oh god, it's Desiree. Sure. <laughs> so I forgot. Um, I can definitely understand like how people feel unrepresented because like number one, I feel like superheroes are very like male dominated because you know yeah. toxic masculinity. Like, have you seen these muscles, bro? Like, very. Yeah, very. Sorry, so I'm very muscular. So, notice, okay, notice in the Guardians of the Galaxy, the only Asian character is literally an alien and is the butt of the joke for almost the entirety of, like, Guardians oh, yeah, of the Galaxy 2. Also, because Mantis in the comics is very smart and very badass. Exactly, and then, like, Gamora, I believe, Zoe Zaldana is playing it, and I don't want to assume her ethnicity. Let me... Right, she is, I believe, biracial. She is yeah. half black, half Because white, she, she was in... Um, her biological father English. is Dominican. Her mother is also Dominican. She oh, has she Dominican, Puerto, Puerto Rican, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that correctly. Um, Indian, Irish, Jam Jamaican, and Lebanese, etc. So she's oh, very, okay. like, mixed. <laughs> Notice how she's literally covered in green. Notice that? But I feel like that's, that's literally her character, though. I don't know, I just feel like it's kind of weird I having feel like... only women of color being... In the entire MCU being aliens, you know? I feel, I feel okay, but I also I feel like that is literally their character. It's their character, <laughs> But also, it's like, that. bringing that up, like, MJ is not as a regular person, but she's not, like, a yes. superhero. I mean, I, I don't know, because also, yeah, like, they are aliens, but it's, like, also the movie role and just, like, their characters in general. Because mm -hmm. obviously, like, they're going off of comics and if it was like a movie that wasn't based off of comics i would get that um like you're not already given like the storyline in this basis but in this case like you kind of already are i mean they could have definitely invented it but also i think either way like i think i mentioned this before it's like when you have representation like you definitely like are still like very limited in that or like when you get to represent something so yeah i mean i think they had to take on the roles and i they did a great job doing it but obviously it's also on the writers for like 
not making Mantis as accurate as she was in the comics. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I just wish that, like, um, I just wish there were more, like, women of color in these, like, um, spaces because, like, you, it's, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier shown how profitable, not profitable, but, like, how diversity can sell which sounds so conceited but that's really how people mm-hmm. up top view things like is diversity um worth it is it yes. really <laughs> and i feel like that's what people think about really what they think about when you know they're do- doing things so, like technically diversity is profitable profitable it did really well in the bottom um, i assume because everyone loves marvel if you don't then you don't exist you're dead to me then obviously they're so- not watching this episode <laughs> So I just feel like that if you, that like, you know, that diversity is really needed, you know, it's profitable. So like, uh, it's like the conversation we had during the Oscars, the Oscar seasons, you know, there's a lot of there. If you read the comics, which I don't, but I've heard that there's a lot of good Asian representation. You could also look at the DC universe and also um, the comics and also mm-hmm. X-Men. There's some good representation there. Oh, some yeah, of them are kind of weird, X-Men. but you know, that's diversity. Yeah. I think though, with like X-Men especially, I remember like reading like kind of like the origins of the X-Men. It was definitely during a time of like social injustice and everything that's happening. So the idea of the X-Men was that, you know, like these people that they're outca- outcasting mutants is like reflects kind of you know, like the social injustice that was like happening at the time and still goes on today. So I think like definitely like, X-Men, it's always a beloved like series, um, especially like I think in the comics mostly. And I hope that since Disney does have the rights back to X-Men, then they definitely enhance the storyline and, like, fix the X-Men timeline that literally was just put out there. That was atrocious. So, I yeah. think it was 20th Century Fox that they bought it to for almost, like, $7 billion. So Because they own 21st Century Fox now. Yeah they, yeah, they bought it for, like, $7 billion. So that's why they had to kill off Pietro, because they didn't have the rights to Quicksilver. Now they have the rights to the entire they, I company. I think they only bought it <laughs> to get the name of Scarlet Witch. Like, Do you think so? That's intense if you're going to pay that much. They the name. I think, like, because they also get, like, a lot of rights to, like, other stuff. Like, The Simpsons, which I think they really wanted. I also think they bought... There's Rio. There's Rio on Disney Plus if you want to watch it. <laughs> there's Rio actually was... a lot of good stuff on Disney Plus Hearts now. Of the Caribbean. Because they bought them. I think that was already Disney. But there's that a lot of Disney. stuff on there. Yes. All right. Do you want to talk about anything else, or do you want to put it off I here? I think it's an hour and thirty minutes. Oh God. Okay. So I think that we've Oof. concluded pretty much everything. Oh my God. Who's getting undressed? I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, this is a strip show now. But yeah, I think like that honestly concludes our episode and our conversation. Um, any final thoughts? Any other two cents you have? <laughs> um, I really think Marvel is a really good place. Like, I think it's a really, really fantastic place to find. To just, like, feel, you know, like, that moment, like, during Avengers Endgame when all the portals opened. Like, I think that's, I think, defines how great the Marvel series is. I think it's a great place to meet, like, wonderful many characters and storylines. I think that it definitely needs a lot of work in regards of representation. But I think it's doing very, very well with the Eternals, Shang-Chi, not shang chi i swear to god like okay but yeah that's all i have to say i do have to do a quick announcement for circulation after your oh yes um so my last um here's some fruit for thought (laughs) um i honestly like i agree like 
if you love to just like indulge yourself into a universe of like multiple characters and like storylines and like marvel is definitely the place to go and i think like almost everyone i know like loves marvel and like has like some type of like favorite character at least and like all this other stuff and i think like in any case like you you'll definitely find something that like you're interested in and i just i don't know i hope you guys really enjoy marvel and you get to visit the avengers <laughs> kayla just texted me i hate you with the heart uh anyway at least i'm self-aware um also i went to the avengers campus and i got don't loki, brag loki ears um i got loki ears so but you didn't dress yeah. up as loki today i didn't because i said spider-man is bae Anyways, I hope y'all have like a <laughs> I hope y'all have a great day and hopefully get to visit the campus soon and enjoy the Pim's kitchen. Pim's kitchen is good. And the I feel like right? maybe we should go to get a weekend episode about it. We'll just it'll just be video compilations of me drinking screaming. <laughs> we should. All right. Also, quick announcement for y'all. Number one, make sure to follow Cir- Circle Asian on instagram um we are a branch of asian youth act so definitely check them out they do great content on there not as good as ours but whatever Stop. <laughs> their content the- is just as good as <laughs> but they don't have me on their team so just a little bit you know here you um make sure to follow us desiree a bunch of other letters and would love kayla k-a-i-l-a second announcement we are opening applications so if you're interested in joining our wonderful mm. team my sarcasm and desiree's mom energy you can apply we're looking for audio editors and social media managers and i mean so definitely apply if you mm-hmm. want to force your friends to apply we are very nice to work with to i'm very nice to work with Kayla, I'm great at working with people. What? Yeah, Bro. she got working at people who aren't me. So, I'm just um, so I think that's honestly all we have. Yeah, we have don't forget I'm Loki. Else? Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. I am Spider-Man, Peter Parker, aka the best, aka me, aka friendly neighborhoods, Spider-Man, aka Desert Prez. Aka you suck. <laughs> aka co-host of Daily's World, aka AKA I hate you. <laughs> Okay, bye.